The Colorado Business Roundtable unapologetically tells the story that business is a force for good in our community, featuring conversations with thought leaders from academia, business, community, and government. Welcome to A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown. And I'm Debbie Brown, president of Colorado Business Roundtable. And I'm excited once again to bring together thought leaders here in Colorado that represent academia, business, community, and government to talk about issues that are important to the employer community. And of course, the biggest issue, and I've said this for quite some time now, one of the biggest issues, of course, for employers is still workforce, talent development, talent acquisition, and of course, talent retention. So all these things related to workforce are such a big issue for Colorado's employers. In particular, this month is uh, Workforce Month. So we're excited to talk about workforce development with some folks that have been brought to the table from our partners at Colorado Workforce Development Council. So to kick us off, we've got two folks today that we're going to interview uh, to talk about this really important issue. And first is uh, Lisanne McNew, who is the Colorado Workforce Development Chair and also President and CEO of Safe Engineering. So welcome, Lisanne, to the show today. Well, Debbie, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. You bet. I'm really glad to get to know you. And I'm really excited to get back to uh, acquainted with Jonathan Liebert, who is the Colorado Workforce Development Council Vice Chair and also the CEO and Executive Director for the BBB of Southern Colorado. So great to see you again, Jonathan. Yeah, great to see you as well and happy to be on the show. Before we kick off into questions around workforce development, I always like to just get a little bit more information about the guests, you know, and, and Lisanne, let's start with you. A little bit more about you, um, a little bit more about you, your organization, what brought you to this topic today and why is it important to you? As you mentioned, um, Lisanne McNew, the president and CEO for Safe Engineering, we're a small mechanical and aerospace engineering company located in Colorado Springs. Um, we do a lot of work with the Department of Defense. We also do commercial work as well, a lot of research and, and development um, on additive manufacturing. And so, you know, just being a small business, um, well, being any size business, right? Workforce is so important. Um, my husband and I also started another company back in 2007, um, working with government contractors and as well. And so that really brought me into this workforce discussion because we have to be able to recruit and retain individuals. Um, I've worked at uh, UCCS as well with students who are like, we can't find good jobs. And then you have businesses that are like, we can't find good people. So obviously there's this bridge that we have to connect. And I think that that's what really brought me into this and then has led me to the Colorado Workforce Development Council. And that kind of jumps into a question. And for a lot of people, I know what the Colorado Workforce Development Council does because they've been a partner of ours for so long. While I still have you, Lisanne, tell us more about what is it? What does that organization do? The CWDC for short, um, it, it's a governor appointed council. It's made up of business, workforce, government members, which is really cool. Um, our goal is to really improve partnerships between economic development, business, education, workforce, government, and then really what's what's really cool about it is to introduce new workforce initiatives because we're the boots on the ground, right? We're the ones who are, who are business owners and who are working with individuals. So at the end of the day, we want to ensure that every Colorado employer has access to skilled workforce and every Coloradoan has opportunities for meaningful employment, which of course results in individual and statewide success. And yes, that in part, I did take off the website because that is our vision, um, but we live by it every day. 
And then you serve as a member, but also as chair currently. What's that like for you in terms of your service on the council? Um, yeah, I serve, serve as a member and, and as chair. This is by far one of the best organizations and I think the best boards that I've ever been on. And hopefully nobody else from any of my other boards hear this, but it's such a great group of individuals. And I say that because we have, as I already mentioned, we have individuals from all organizations, but all organizations across the state of Colorado, urban, metro, different cities, different backgrounds who all come together to work together to help build up workforce for Colorado. And I think that that is one of the coolest things ever. And it's been such a pleasure to serve as chair. That's great. And I knew, um, I knew we were sort of kindred spirits, but when you said aerospace engineering, one of the coolest things I think being a leading Colorado business roundtable for me is actually getting to know the aerospace community. They were not on my radar. I was, I had had experience in other sectors, but I just think what a dynamic industry and so important, not just to Colorado, but to our country. So really cool that you're a big part of building probably that interesting infrastructure down in Colorado Springs in a really big way. It, it's been wonderful. And I have to take this, this chance to say a uh, U.S. space come woo. Um, because I mean, hey, we're very, very excited about that. I know that, that we just, um, we just celebrated that a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and obviously it's such a, a great win for our state and for our workforce, right? We have a ton of companies that have said, okay, we are now staying here. We are, we are building here. We're going to get bigger here. We're going to continue to hire more individuals and, and it's huge for, for our workforce. Yeah, huge. We just had a handful of meetings with members of Colorado's congressional delegation. And the very, very first thing I said before I said much of anything else or talked about issues or talked about business was thank you for what each of them did to help, you know, not give up on that issue. So um, I agree. Just really, really cool for our state. And Jonathan, I feel like we're leaving you out of the conversation. So I'm jumping in now to Jonathan to have you jump, you know, be a part of the conversation. But I, um, you know, you and I go way back a couple of years. I feel like COVID, uh, you know, derailed some of the things that we were working on together. But it's so great to see you again. So tell me more about um, you, how you got to your role and and a little bit more about your journey. Absolutely. And it's, and it's great to see you again and uh, to catch up and kind of talk about, you know, all things workforce, but also some of the other things that are going on out there. In the world, just in, in business. And, and interestingly enough, and Lisa Ann kind of mentioned it, she and I actually first met each other doing a workforce board. So we're both board members at the Pikes Peak Workforce Center. So that's the local board. Obviously, we're both on the state board, but that's where we met talking about these important things about workforce, workforce development, different branches of, you know, making sure vets had jobs at risk, all those different types of things that are really important. Um, it's an important conversation. It always has been. It always will be. But it's more important than ever, right? And so what I do in my kind of day job is a couple different things. So the CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado, really trying to make sure that we help uh, businesses focus on trust and ethics. And then also making sure that we're giving and communicating good information on businesses to consumers so they can find businesses they can trust. Because sadly, um, there's a lot of issues out there right now, whether it's with customer service. Obviously, workforce is one that does impact, you know, performance and does impact customer service. And so we deal with a lot of customers and a lot of businesses. And that's the number one thing I hear at the BBB is just, John, we can't find workforce. Uh, we just can't find employees. And the other thing I would point out, which is really interesting as well, is so I'm the chair of the Colorado Nonprofit Association. So I do work in the nonprofit sector as well. 
And I was just reading a report today from the National Council of Nonprofits and their 2023 nonprofit work survey results. Surprise, surprise, this lack of workforce is hitting nonprofits big time as well. And so you're seeing that in the for-profit sector. I think that's a lot of what people typically talk about, but now it's impacting in a negative way the nonprofit. And so that also is, is you know, absolutely uh, sad to hear, but it's because it's critical. They, they provide a lot of services to, you know, special populations, folks that, that are at risk or in need, and they're not having that as well. So we're seeing that on both sides now. And so, again, this is some of the work that the Workforce Council uh, does at the state level to really make sure that we're talking about that we're, we're having dialogue, we're, we're having conversation about the entire state. So not just one particular area of Colorado, but all of it. And so I think we want to make sure that we're being inclusive. We're having good conversations about that. And then the last thing that I have in terms of my role is um, we have a new organization called the Southern Colorado Impact Group. And so this is kind of where we had stopped our conversation many years ago, Debbie, is, is talking about what's going on in the world of social entrepreneurship, social enterprise, conscious capitalism, all those types of things. And COVID has absolutely really kind of created a whole new level of need from business to do good in the world. And and I say good in the sense of it could be environmental, it could be social, it could be cultural. But consumers are interested in buying from and working for businesses that are are giving back or providing more value, whether they serve and employ veterans or whether they're working with different school districts and working on literacy issues or working on solving homelessness problems. Or maybe you pick the issue. There are plenty out there, right? But more and more consumers are turning to business as a solution to these problems. And what we are seeing in the data as well from a workforce development standpoint is that companies that are doing more of this social impact in their business, having a higher purpose, are able to recruit and retain top talent, recruit them earlier, keep them longer. And so I think that's just uh, some of the things that we're trying to kind of push out there is how do you do this? How do you become a social impact business? How do you become a social entrepreneur? There are definitely some benefits overall from a community perspective and also retention. I remember having those conversations with you too, Jonathan. And then when COVID hit, uh, to some degree, at least what we were working on together got a little bit derailed. But I've always felt my default position um, has always been, and, and I think COVID highlighted it too, that, boy, the power of a good job, the power of opportunity, the power of a pathway in itself, in my mind, is a social good. You know, the fact that these businesses, a lot of them were struggling to keep lights on, struggling to keep people employed. Again, that in itself, to me, is business as a force for good, which is the lens we look at. The fact that businesses do all the other things, I think by and large, most do, is really, um, you know, frosting on the cake. But so we might, we might not completely align exactly on that, but I think that I totally get where you're going. But I know for my, in my life, exactly, you know, the power of an opportunity has just made all the difference and how I um, have been able to support and support myself and my kids as a single mom. So wonderful concept. I think especially younger generations are pushing though even more to want to know that they're working for a company that has um, that has that and and impact to your point. So it's it's a great conversation to keep keep having. Tell me, and this this might be something Lizanne touched on too. Tell me about the impact, um, the role that business plays in the work of Colorado Workforce Development Council, because Having people who are kind of the front line, real business people who kind of do it day to day is so critical, I think, to inform the CWDC on their on their policy. So give us a sense of how business plays a role. I think it's important because you got to have the right level of subject matter expertise, right? So this is one of the things that, and I, and I agree with Lee saying, this is one of the most well-run, most organized, thoughtful boards that I've been on. 
and I think that's what's really important about this is that you have just a number of different individuals that are coming to the table from across different sectors, uh, whether they're appointed by the governor, whether they are business you know, experts. And I think it's just that's what's really nice about this is you've got a lot of different voices. And then I think most importantly, you've got different voices from across the state. I think oftentimes in, in some of these cases, you can have just one central kind of voice. And that's usually from some type of metro area, you know, the, the largest city, you know. And so in this case, you have nice representation from across the state. And so it's equally heard by all. But going back to the original question of what role does business play? I think that that's the piece where it, it's a it's a temperature gauge, right? Of what's happening out there from a business perspective. What are business owners seeing? What are they experiencing? Um, where are the, the the pain points? You know, the bottlenecks, and and that's a lot of the things you're going to hear from this group. And so it's important to have the business owners who are the ones kind of out there, kind of dealing with these policies that come down, funding, or in some cases, you know, it's like it's not enough. We need more. We need to change this. And why did we do that? And so that's those are the types of folks where, you know, they're the ones implementing it that can go back to the policymakers and have some thoughtful conversation about this worked great or it would be nice if we did this the next time around or this isn't working and we need to figure this out. Or we forgot about this part of the state, which which can sometimes happen. Right. And we need to make sure that we're getting out there and focusing on implementing a program that's going to be uh, useful and beneficial to not only that part of the state, but eventually will contribute to the Colorado economy. So I think it's really important that business owners are part of this. And so it's the business owners with the policymakers, um, educators, et cetera, all kind of coming together to talk about this. So what I love about the business side of it is that you can take the policy and the theoretical and put it into practice and get feedback immediately and give that right back to the people that are going to make those rule changes or figure out how the money is going to flow. And so to have everybody in the room at the same table having dialogue is absolutely critical. Yeah. Stronger. Stronger collaboration together, definitely. Just as a follow-up on that, what surprised you the most in terms of um, your service on the council? It's a ton of work, right? I mean, there's just so much stuff that we have to read up on and really make sure that we're aware of so that we can give you know thoughtful commentary on this. But I think that beyond that, it's really the thoughtful commentary that people bring. So people show up for this meeting absolutely prepared. Um, they are doing the research, they're doing their homework, they're asking good questions ahead of time, they're asking good questions in there. And so I think that, you know, what's, what's really a great surprise to me is that how much people care about the state of Colorado, but also how much people care about getting it right and that the Workforce Development Council is there to, to kind of figure out, we're not going to solve all of the world's problems, right? But that there's just so many thoughtful, super smart people that are really kind of gathered together under under this one mission of, of making it better. And so I think that to me was just, it was just so, I think, refreshing. A lot of times I think there's people that, that are on boards and they're there and they talk and they add some, you know, some some commentary. But what was just pleasantly surprising is that how many people are showing up well-prepared, having great conversation and adding more and more information to the mix so that we can make good decisions and that we are well informed. I think it's absolutely critical for a board just like that. And this group does it. Lisanne, throwing it back to you, I'm curious, um, when I think about the work of the council, you know, I've got different initiatives in my head on what's been happening, but but probably serving on it, you've got really um, a front row seat. I don't know if you can give give an update on current work or initiatives that you're the most excited about. Sure. I mean, we would be here for like three hours if we talked about <laughs> if we talked about everything. That's, that's for sure. So, yeah. 
So first of all, I, I, I do want to take this chance since, uh, since I'm speaking to, to mention that, um, or to highlight that, that there was, um, just a recent collective impact study, um, of Colorado workforce areas that, that was put together. Um, and I just saw it, I think it was last week. Um, and more than half a billion dollars in economic, in economic strength was reported for only one program year in Colorado alone. So that means that for every dollar we put into the workforce system, the ROI is um, $19.46. And that's only one program year. Um, and that is huge. And then we have it broken out, you know, for the different areas as, as well. So I just want to throw that out there because that that's amazing. I think one of the things that I've always been really excited about is sector partnerships. And this isn't new, um, but Colorado does it amazingly, and I'm going to say it better than a lot of other states. And so what this is, is an industry-led gathering of business leaders from the same industry in the same market region who work with education, workforce development, other community organizations to, to address their specific workforce and other needs in their industries. Um, and so, like I said, it's really business-led getting together and saying, what are our needs? What do we need? And how can we help each other get there? Um, I believe we have 17 sector partnerships right now. So these are things like, you know, healthcare and manufacturing and and other things um, as well. And so I'm really excited about that. Another one would be our, our good jobs pilot and job quality framework. Uh, Debbie, I think that, that you actually mentioned some like, something like this earlier, but you know, what does a quality job look like in Colorado and how can businesses attract and retain their employees? We know how important that is. So we have resources available for employers, for workers. There's been webinars um, that are businesses led, that are business led saying, hey, this is what we're doing to attract and retain people. You know, what questions do you have? So super excited about that. Um, and then the last thing that I'll mention, and like I said, these are, these are a little bit bigger initiatives, but Every year we have the talent pipeline report. And so the CWDC and other partners release that report. This identifies growing demands in Colorado, current labor force, talks about top jobs. This will now actually be done quarterly to give more kind of up-to-date information so you don't have to wait until the end of the year. What's really cool is that we have the talent pipeline dashboard. And so if you don't want to sit up and read the entire report, um, it's easy to use. It's really nice to look at. It's great for businesses, job seekers, economic developers, and legislators as well. So if you have somebody that's coming into town, wants to relocate here, whatever, hey, go on here, push a button, and you can see what Colorado looks, looks like from a workforce perspective. So that's just a couple. We have a bazillion others, but I know we don't have time for that. Well, and I will, we'll put in the, in the information on the podcast about the Colorado talent pipeline report. I find it so interesting every year and I did not know they were coming out with it quarterly. So I think that combined with the dashboard, especially for busy people, you know, to get quick glimpses of the most up-to-date data will be incredibly useful. So um, that's really, really good to know. Um, Lisa Ann, how can businesses get involved? How can other people serve or find out more ways to give input? I think that one of the great ways to, to get involved is um, we have we have three uh, committees, uh, three steering committees. And so that's a great way, as they say, to kind of dip your toe in the water uh, a little bit without fully committing to, to the board or having to be appointed or whatever. We have a sector steering committee, which I already mentioned, the, the sector partnerships, education and training 
and then advocacy as well. And so what we like to do is we're actually going to be having two chairs, one from from the board and then one from just the community as well. But you can also sit on those committees as just a business individual to get involved and then say, you know what, I'd really like to get more involved in the council as well. And so, you know, anybody is welcome to um, come to the meetings as well, but they can reach out to uh, to the council, they can reach out to me, to Jonathan, to anybody that sits on the council to get more information as well. I would think a perfect problem would be is if they had too many businesses wanting to be involved, right? Let's have a waiting list on that. Because again, as Jonathan described, that collaboration of policymakers with, with boots on the ground business leaders is just such the perfect combo. So um, Jonathan, where can people learn more? So as Lisa said, I mean, they're, they're absolutely welcome to reach out to any board member. Uh, they can reach out to Lisa Ann or I. But there's a lot of really great information, um, data points, resources, how to get involved on the CWDC webpage. And that's um, cwdc.colorado.gov. They can just also search on Google, the Colorado Workforce Development Council. And so that's the best place that's going to have just a lot of really good resources. And I think when I went on there for the first time, it was, I had no idea all this information was kind of in one place. And so there's just such a data rich. And I think that's what's important because the sector reports that come out every so often, the sector partnership information that Lisa Ann mentioned, that's another great way for people to get involved. Um, there's just a lot of good information on there. And so it's just one of these, you know, great resources that not everybody may be aware of. And so I would definitely say check out that website. It's going to give you a lot of great information, but people can also reach out directly to Lisa Ann or I. That's perfect. And to just wrap us up for both of you, um, give us your quick, you know, what's the one thought you want folks to know from our conversation today? I would say it's really important that people get involved. Um, and along with that goes, you know, we want to hear from you, the, your voice counts. And if we don't know that there's an issue where we don't know if you have a great idea, then, you know, it's, it may not get implemented or done. And so along with that, I think goes into you got to make sure that you're educated. There's so many things happening right now to the economy. There's so many things going on right now in the state of Colorado. And while we don't expect everybody to know everything, it's certainly, you know, a great first step to kind of look at some of the data of what's going on, on out there for the state of Colorado on that website. And just kind of get, get yourself more information, become more educated and aware of, of the things that are happening. And then we want to hear from you. So, again, I think it really comes down to get involved. Um, you don't have to necessarily join the board or spend a lot of time. But, you know, the more feedback we get from different uh, people from throughout Colorado, the more information that is going to allow us to bring back to the board to have conversations, discussions and really making sure we're serving all of Colorado. Absolutely. So as Jonathan said, get involved. You don't have to get involved at the state level. There are 10 local areas, so you can do a search for that. They're also um, on the CWDC website as well, but you can do a search for your local area so that way you can get involved. And it's everybody, right? It's not just in employers. It's not just job seekers. It's not just education. There are so many um, other organizations that are involved as well. One of the things that I want people to realize is that workforce meets individuals and businesses where they are. So if it's, you know, you're unemployed, that's fine. If you just need to upskill or reskill, or you need to hire somebody without an education or who has a PhD, it's everyone at every point in their life. Workforce meets people and businesses where they are. Um, and so please reach out, please get involved in any way. And just so excited for Workforce and Workforce Development Month. And Debbie, thank you so much for having us. This has been wonderful. You bet. And so fun to have two business leaders that are serving on the Colorado Workforce Development Council be a part of the conversation. So 
Glad that you guys are here. Excited. I feel like we should have t-shirts celebrating Colorado Workforce Development Month. You know, it's kept, I'm probably, I'll, I'll email Lee right when we get off the, the podcast to give him that idea. I'm sure he's already thought of it. But thank you both um, for joining us today, Lisanne McNew and also Jonathan Liebert. So honored to collaborate with you in our day-to-day life and really happy to share what you're up to with our larger audience. So thank you for being on. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Ed. And thanks everyone for joining. This has been a podcast, a production of Colorado Business Roundtable, and this is A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown. A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown is a production of the Colorado Business Roundtable. You can find this episode, a listing of our upcoming events, and more information about our organization at cobrt.com.